Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It feels that way. It really does. But keep watching. You know how it is. We face a really stout defense here coming up here this week from what I hear. Yeah, I hear that that defense is pretty good. For the Cleveland Browns, Steelers and Browns really is the game of the week on Sunday. One of the games of the week. After a primetime slate this week that was very blah with the Jets and the Raiders and Denver and Buffalo, where we thought Buffalo was a part of the AFC's elite, but maybe more so down to the level of a Jets and Raiders and Denver Broncos. Oh, what a disaster. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But also, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, And Mike Tomlin was commenting on the running game and the way that it performed on Sunday in the victory over the Green Bay Packers in another nail-biting game where if you truly think of it, and this is just immediately what I thought when the game was going on in the fourth quarter, this is the exact same game. It's a duplicate, pretty much like waking up on Groundhog Day, like this entire season has been, of the way that the Steelers have won games. The offense grabbed the lead late. The offense had the lead, though, for a majority of this game, something that hasn't been the case that much for the Steelers this year. Usually it's been come back in the fourth and then hold on. Instead of pretty much grab the lead, sustain the lead, control the game the entire way against Green Bay. But once again, the offense could not close it out just like in the Tennessee game, so a chance for the opposing offense. Now, the failures of Green Bay in that game and the failures of Tennessee might be because of Jordan Love and Will Levis being first-year starters. Will Levis in his second career game. Jordan Love, after starting out pretty well, he wasn't feeling the love in the city of Pittsburgh as the Steelers... Patrick Peterson had probably the best game of his Steeler career. Not probably, he did. With a deflection, the setup of Keanu Neal, interception in the end zone, which was so super critical for the Steelers in a four-point game. And also, remember that blocked extra point that made sure it was a four-point game. So the Green Bay couldn't kick an extra point. Didn't make the extra point to make it a three-point game, but couldn't kick a field goal to tie it. So why is it the exact same game? The Steelers didn't turn the ball over. The Steelers played decently well when they needed to. And down the stretch, 
final play of the game, the Steelers are able to win it on a game-stealing interception. Doesn't it feel like Groundhog Day? Doesn't it feel like Bill Murray is just going to wake up or we will just wake up every Sunday and see the exact same result? Now, I think part of it is the opponent that you face off against. But you have to, and he's received a lot of criticism, you have to give some credit, some credit to Kenny Pickett. We bash him. He is under so much heat, so much criticism. And you can call in 412-928-9370. I'd love to hear your opinions. Pickett was 14-23 for 126 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he didn't throw a pick. And he didn't utilize the middle of the field. Pickett did not complete a pass greater than five yards in the middle of the field. If you look at just in between the hashes, not one pass has been completed. And Chris Muller pointed out something yesterday that, oh my... It was stunning. Apparently, Kenny Pickett has just completed three passes that gained over 10 yards inside the hash marks. Not against the Packers, but the entire season. What, another weird Kenny Pickett stat? Career wins for Pickett. 13. Career passing touchdowns, 13. Career interceptions, 13. Lucky 13, unlucky 13. It doesn't make sense. But when you stack it up and you think about it this way, the Steelers were three and six at this point last year. They're six and three. The conversations in Pittsburgh and the conversations in Cleveland are much different. The Browns have won games with PJ Walker, with Deshaun Watson, who seemingly doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to play. He just wants to kind of collect his guaranteed money. His checks and, yeah, he did lead the charge in the comeback against Baltimore. But think about this. Josh Allen and his play and his performances as well as lackluster coaching from the Bills with 12 guys on the field at the end of the game lost it for Buffalo. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're on the edge of not making the playoffs. It's not good. For the Buffalo Bills. It's really not good. Denver's 4-5. and five, And looking like they ever so slightly might be in this race. If you look at Buffalo, their losses have been to Jacksonville, New England, the Bengals, the Broncos, as well as the Jets in Week 1. They lost to the Jets and the Patriots. Two teams... In their own division, they should dominate. And part of the reason why is the struggles of Josh Allen. He didn't play particularly well against Cincinnati. He was not good against Denver. Allen was 15-26 for 177 yards, two picks. He had a 59 rating. And even though he's like, saw the stat today, second in terms of passing touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, the NFL, over the some absurd amount of time in NFL history, he turns the football over almost as much as anyone 
in the NFL during his time span. There's no reason why Buffalo should be as bad as it was against Denver. Denver had 19 third downs. They converted eight. Buffalo had eight total third downs. Buffalo ran for 192 and passed for 177. So we can cru- we can criticize and critique Kenny Pickett all we want. The reality is he doesn't throw a lot of touchdowns. The Steelers would rather run the football and get the job done that way. They have six comeback wins. That's every win. Six one-score wins. Six wins despite being outgained in every single game, and they've never scored greater than 24 points in a game. They have not scored 24 points, more than 24 points in a game. It's kind of stunning, isn't it? Jordan Love threw for 289, mostly because they were down for a while. 40 passing attempts from Jordan Love. It doesn't make sense. It it really doesn't. And I feel like we have the same conversation every single week. But Josh Roundtree tweeted it out last night. The Steelers have a 70% chance to make the playoff. Last year at this time, they were 3-6. and Maybe we have to try to change the narrative a little bit. And I understand. I'm not trying to compare the Steelers to the Browns or say that what should be talked about in Cleveland should be similar to what's talked about in Pittsburgh. The standard in Cleveland is so low, they've tried to build it up in Cleveland to be a ton higher than what it is. But yeah, it's not that high in Cleveland. They want to get back to the playoffs. They want to see Deshaun Watson just be able to be a competent quarterback at this point and continue to show that he can be that Houston Texans form of Deshaun Watson that C.J. Stroud has really morphed into and really has been better than Deshaun Watson played when he was a Houston Texan. Nick Faribault, Steelers now says the Steelers win next week against the Browns. Their chances skyrocket to 81% to make the playoffs. Because if you look at the AFC playoff picture, Cincinnati and Baltimore play this week. That's a huge game. Overall, the games this week, there's a bunch of ones to keep an eye on and really do the, the pointing meme at the TV. Yeah, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Thursday night. Everyone's going to be watching that. Eyes glued to the TV. Steelers-Browns, huge game. Jets-Bills, maybe Buffalo could lose that. Zach Wilson's horrendous, but you never know. Plus, Philadelphia-Kansas City. That's the game of the week. But the game of the day on Sunday, Minnesota-Denver Sunday night, who cares? Steelers-Browns is the game of the day. And the line is three and a half. Typically, three points is given to the home team just because they're at home. And that does still mean something in the NFL. So three and a half, and maybe a stretch in the direction of Cleveland, but Baltimore is also favored by three and a half against Cincinnati. AFC standings. Kansas City seven and two. Baltimore seven and three. If Kansas City loses to the Eagles, and the Steelers win, and Baltimore loses, the Steelers are in a position to be tied for first place in the AFC. Currently the number one wild card and fifth in the conference. Jacksonville, who the Steelers don't have the tiebreaker against, is six and three. Miami six and three in leading the AFC East. Jacksonville in the South. Kansas City, obviously, in the West at seven and two. Cleveland six and three right now. If you win, that's two victories against the Browns. You did lose to Houston, 
And that game at this point doesn't look as bad. And if the Baltimore Ravens, who played Houston and beat Houston the first game of the year, play the Texans now, I'm not too sure that Baltimore wins it. And the Ravens have been a little bit lucky having the Lions, Seattle on the scheduled home, but they trounced them when they had the opportunity. So good on the Ravens for that. Their losses are to the Steelers and the Browns, two divisional opponents, and to the Colts with Gardner Minshew. Right now, though, if you're Buffalo, you're panicking. If Cincinnati loses to Baltimore, you're panicking. Would you rather have the Bengals basically be squashed against the Ravens and the Ravens win it, continue to build the lead in the AFC North, or just kill the Bengals? Five and five. And then Cincinnati's schedule, good luck to you. After Baltimore is the Steelers, the Jags, then the Colts, okay, then the Vikings. Never know, but it is in Cincinnati. And then the closing three games, at Steelers, at Chiefs, then the Browns. Good luck, Bengals. you got to try to basically, maybe not run the table, but if you go to 5-5, five and five, you're not going to beat all three of the Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns in a row. Unless the Browns completely collapse, Steelers will be in the playoff race. We think at that point, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Jacksonville's good. That's Monday Night Football. Still got the Steelers twice. Cincinnati lost to the Ravens at home. They got to go to Baltimore. So, it's a great question to ask. Would you rather see Cincinnati basically just be outright squashed? I mean, 5-5 five and five doesn't completely eliminate you from the playoffs, but it doesn't help when teams like the Steelers could be 7-3. Cleveland could be 7-3. They don't have the tiebreaker against Houston. 412-928-9370. I want your thoughts on that. Also, what's been the difference in the Steelers running game? It seems clear and apparent. Chooks Okorafor didn't like that they were running the football. Broderick Jones likes that they are. More on Broderick coming up. The Wake Up Show is presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. I'm Austin Austin Bechtel with you. It's the Fan Early Morning Show, 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Great energy, man. He he approaches the game uh, the right way. He brings um, fire into the huddle, which you love to see as, as a quarterback. I think he's nasty in the run game. He does a great job in protection. So um, he's only going to get better, too, which is which is the great news with him. So he's going to continue to progress, you know, work with all the vets that we have up front and, and Coach Meyer, but he's been doing a great job. So Broderick Jones has been a true difference maker for the Steelers this season. The rookie that really should be. I mean, you traded up three spots to go get him, 17 to 14, And he has been exactly the guy that you've wanted him to be. Now, kind of expected it to be at left tackle, but for him to have such a high impact at right. And you could tell the Steelers are moving him around a lot. They're pulling him. They're utilizing him in multiple different areas. And look, he said, hey, we want to run it and just overpower people. And when I was at Georgia, we ran it for 200 yards per game. Now, that's not going to happen. With the Steelers, it's just something that naturally does not happen in the NFL. But Steelers are now averaging over 100 yards per game. That's 20th in the NFL at 103. Remember the point in time when the Steelers, even just, you know, a couple years ago, could not run the football at all, and you're just looking for a 100-yard game? Last year being a key key point of emphasis in that, I mean, Najee Harris in his rookie year, had a couple of appearances where he was able to do that as well and be able to star and had a great year where now the first-round running back Najee Harris looks like the undrafted free agent and Jalen Warren. Warren is playing like a first-round draft pick, while Najee, could be said, is playing like an undrafted rookie. Now, I think that's probably not the fairest criticism of Najee. I, I still like him, but I think it's clear as day that Jalen Warren is just overall a better player. Does Mike Tomlin maybe think that? Jalen Warren has been solid. He just plays hard. He runs hard. He plays hard. He's a tough, hard-working young man. He's deserving of of the recognition and, and, and the production that he's providing. Yeah, he runs hard. He averages five yards per carry. Najee averages four. He's had 71 rushing attempts for 364 yards. Najee has exactly 100 yards more in 116 carries. Yards per game, Najee's at about 52. Jalen Warren's at 40. They both fumbled once. They're both good backs. They complement each other well. And the Steelers, over the last two weeks, can always maybe think maybe it's because of the opponent, and it's going to be very apparent. We're going to learn who the Steelers are over the next two games. Now, we think we know who they are, and we probably do know the answer because of what they do, they're the cardiac kids. They're similar to what the Minnesota Vikings were last year. Is it sustainable? Probably not. But Mike Tomlin gets a lot of heat. Should Mike Tomlin be getting more praise? I'm not trying to say that we should glorify him as a coach of the year candidate like the national media wants to say. But yeah, Tomlin does deserve some credit for pulling out these wins. Again, it's not like they're 3-6 and like last season. They're 6-3. and They're celebrating in Cleveland being 6-3. and We are trying in any way possible to drag this team further into the mud. And I think Broderick Jones has been such a huge reason why both Najee and Jalen Warren played significantly well last game against Green Bay. 
and against Tennessee. Broderick Jones, though, was PFF's third lowest graded Steelers offensive player this week. 53.7 overall from Chris Muller. How? What game was Pro Football Focus watching? You could tell, by the way, that, again, the Steelers approached the running game. They're running it better after a change was made. Chooks is out. Broderick Jones is in. Dan Moore appears to be pretty healthy. The Steelers' offensive line appears to be pretty healthy, and it's clicking. Can't you just say and notice that that's a real thing? That Broderick Jones being inserted into the starting lineup has kick-started this offense and kick-started this team? I just don't—it's too similar to how Minnesota played last year. Now, Kirk Cousins is a better performer than Kenny Pickett of throwing the football, and Kenny Pickett is good when he needs to be. He's not good all the time. He's good when he needs to be. Sean O'Hara of the NFL Network talked about it on Good Morning Football. Is this a team that opposing teams in the AFC want to see in the playoffs? But as we're talking about these lead dogs, it's kind of like the Daytona 500, right? Like, do you want to be leading that race in the, for, throughout the first 350, 400 laps? I feel like that, that, that car right behind that's been drafting behind you mm-hmm. is just saving energy. And that team, to me, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Think about it. They're second in the division Look right at now right at six and three. And they're just kind of hanging out like, hey, you know what? Like, you guys fight over who's first in the division, the, who wants the crown. We'll just kind of hang back here and just keep stacking some wins. And look, to be honest with you, like Kenny Pickett hasn't been great. Like he had an unbelievable preseason. He was perfect, but things have not been great. It's okay. He's got some game-winning drives, seven of them. Do you know that that factoid about them that's going around? Every single game this year, they've been outgained. Every game, the other team has more offense than they do, and they're six and three. It doesn't make sense. They're still finding a way to win, and it's because the defense is coming up with huge plays. Like if it's not T.J. Watt, it's Alex Highsmith, and no Minka Fitzpatrick, but then Demonte Casey makes the interception. Uh, this Steelers team, nobody wants to play a team like this, mm-hmm. a defense like That's that in the playoffs. Like, you got two guys that are just getting after your yep. quarterback, and, like, nobody wants to see that in the Yeah, but this offense isn't feared. Nobody should fear this offense. Kansas City isn't fearing this team. Now, the good thing is you own the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. You have Lamar Jackson's number. There's no other way to slice it. The Steelers, once again, did that against Lamar this year, and They just know how to defend him. They know how to guard him. They know how to play well against Lamar Jackson. Now, Cincinnati and Cleveland are going to be two tough tests. I think the Steelers should be happy if they win one of those games. They're the first team to be outgained in each of their first nine games and have a winning record. They're 6-3. Maybe we should appreciate it a little bit more. Because we just haven't been. We haven't at all. They're the comeback kids. They're warriors. They do deserve some credit. Kenny Pickett said it. They just find a way to win. Well, Kenny, your coach Mike Tomlin told us this week, this defense has an appetite for the big moment. What's it like to watch what they're doing to close out games? Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Wish we executed in our drive and, and let them. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett just continually always points out that it wasn't as great. It wasn't as great. We can be better, and we will be better. At some point in time, I want to see it. We all need to see it. We all need to see this team finally perform to the way that we've heard that they can. Be on it, but 
Um, you know, we'll be better there, but they always show up in these big time moments and it's awesome to see. We get caught up in numbers. I mean, I know you guys have to answer questions about it pretty much every day. What do we need to know about what this team is building and how you guys are winning games? Yeah, we're just finding ways to win. I think that's the most important thing. I can't, you know, tell you too many other things besides that, but at the end of the day, we come home with a win. That's all we care about, so we're just going to keep pushing that way. It's the sixth win by one score for the Steelers. That's the most. All the wins have been that way, but it's the most in the NFL. And... You know, Damian on Twitter pointed out to me, tell me why I'd be a bad GM if I said I'd rather have Jordan Love than Kenny Pickett. You know, he loves Kenny, but not sure he's ever really going to become what we need him to be or get to Alex Smith level on Kansas City, we'd see a Super Bowl. See, my thing my thing about quarterbacks, and appreciate you reaching out, Damian, my problem in terms of who the Steelers have and whatnot you're not going to win big games like this. And that's ultimately the biggest difference maker. If you don't have one of the top guys, upper echelon players, if you don't have a Mahomes, a Jalen Hurts, a Josh Allen, and I know that it is what it is with Josh Allen right now with all the turnovers, if you don't have a Joe Burrow type, I don't even know if I put Lamar Jackson in that category because I don't trust him throwing the football. He's gotten better, but I still don't trust him. If you don't have one of those guys, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. You're just not, no matter how good your defense is. You might, you might get lucky and have a Trent Dilfer-like season with Baltimore in 2000. Or you might have a good enough roster, a loaded roster, where you can have the season that Carson Wentz had and Nick Foles take it into the playoffs and be able to win with the Philadelphia Eagles. Joe Flacco was a pretty solid quarterback. I don't think Kenny Pickett's at the level Joe Flacco was with Baltimore. He was a sustainable, good starting quarterback for the Ravens for a 10-year period in time. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at Austin R. Bechtold. Ultimately speaking, no, I'd take Kenny Pickett over Jordan Love. Even though Jordan Love does sling it around the yard, Kenny Pickett takes care of the ball and does what he needs to do in clutch moments. He plays well when he needs to. At what point in time will that be enough? It is now, but at what point in time? Because think about it. These two weeks are going to be huge. The The Bengals and Browns are going to have leads against you. Can you come back? Can you come back from double digits? If the Steelers go down 10, if the Steelers go down 14, can Kenny Pickett lead a methodical drive to go down and continue to get points and be able to win the game that way? If he can do that. And again, I, I want to see him throw for more yards. And the scheme is a big thing. The scheme is a big part of it. I get that. I understand it. The scheme is huge. They need to be better. Matt Canada needs to be better. Will he? Probably not. They're going to need a new coordinator. Mike Yersich was fired from Penn State. They made a move in season. Why the Steelers can't, I don't know. But it's been better since Matt Canada's moved down onto the sideline. Again, these two games will be so critical because they're better opponents. They're on the road. It'll show a lot about the Steelers. And be able to hear what the Steelers really are going to be able to be able to do the rest of the way because the playoffs are in sight. 75% chance. 81 if it move if they win against the Browns. But a 70% chance right now. The defense is carrying them at this point. Still don't like what they have with the injuries at middle linebacker. They still need middle linebacking help at this point. Cole Holcomb's out for the year. Injury to Quan Alexander, he's out as well. What they're going to do in that area, I don't know. 
But it's got to be encouraging from the defense's perspective when they play as well as they do. The offense continues to get the job done. They're six and three. We should appreciate that. We should enjoy that. We can still bash them and be honest about who they truly are. But at the same time, why not at least have some positivity in all of it, right? Because it's just too much of a negative world. And sports, we try to point out the negative more than the positive. No, it's probably not sustainable. And yes, things still need to change. We can agree that a positive and a negative can all be true. Austin Bexel with you. Pre-show's next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 